Hello and welcome to the Spotlight On series, a set of quick-fire conversations from the music departments at King's about some of the many things we do with music and why we think they matter. I'm Flora Wilson and I'm a musicologist and also the admissions tutor for music at King's. Today I'm talking to my colleague Catherine Schofield. She's an ethnomusicologist and cultural historian of music and our Spotlight is on her specialist area, Indian classical music. Hi Catherine. Hi, Flora. Okay, so let's plunge straight in here. Um, for those of us new to Indian classical music, what do we need to know about it and why is it important? Okay, so quickly, Indian classical music is one of the oldest musical traditions to be documented in writing. We have sources going back over 2000 years. And there's now two branches of it, one for South India and one for North India called Hindustani music, which is what I study. Um, you might be familiar with Hindustani music through sitar players like Ravi Shankar or ragas, which you might have studied at school or the sound of the tabla. Um, Hindustani music's been hugely influential in Western classical music, popular music and jazz. Think of the Beatles, think of Messiam. But India is also a massive country. It's a growing global power player. And it's really important that we understand its history and its culture and its music. So you really do. You're putting music in a global context, aren't you? I, I am Which trying. makes perfect sense because you grew up in Australia, didn't you? And actually trained as a viola player, I think. So how did you end up as an ethnomusicologist specialising in this stuff? Well, I got bored, <laughs> essentially. I went to conservatoire uh, for my first degree to study the viola. Uh, and about halfway through, I got a job as a professional rank and file viola player in an orchestra which was the summit of my ambition. Uh, and I very quickly discovered that it just wasn't for me. It wasn't intellectually stimulating enough. So I went back to finish my degree and I really hated it. Um, so I kind of stepped sideways and got interested in improvisation, especially singing jazz, uh, and found my way eventually to Indian classical music. And as I was listening, I thought to myself, here's this amazing, difficult, virtuosic, fantastic music where the performer is not just the performer, but also the master creator of the sound. And I just fell in love. And I thought, this is what I want to do with my life, but not just to sing it or play it. I wanted to study what it means to people. And you haven't been bored since, I guess. I mean, you've always got lots of projects on the go, but what are you mainly working on at the moment? So at the moment, um, I'm writing a book based on my Histories of the Ephemeral podcast series, which is on SoundCloud. And the book retells the lives of six largely forgotten Indian musicians, three women and three men, who lived between 1748 and 1858, which is the time period that saw the rise of the British East India Company and the fall of the Mughal Empire. Um, so I'm using these stories as a way of revealing the inner histories of a courtly culture turned upside down at this tumultuous time, but also as a way of answering a philosophical question, how can we recapture the ephemeral experience of music once the last sound has died away. Because unlike Western music, Hindustani music is not written down. It's an oral tradition. 
That sounds fascinating. Well, we have to look forward to your book coming out. Um, what about your teaching? Do you have a favourite undergraduate module at the moment? I do. So I teach um, a module called Bollywood Sounds, um, which looks at the music of the Hindi film industry, which is based in Mumbai, which used to be called Bombay, hence Bollywood. Um, it might sound an awfully long way from classical music, um, but the amazing song and dance sequences of the typical Bollywood blockbuster have their origins in Indian classical music and dance, but also over the decades have drawn from a really wide palette of international styles. So Western classical, Latin American styles, hip hop, Arabic popular music, jazz, you name it, they do it. <laughs> and it, they tell all sorts of different stories uh, by putting music and visuals and gesture together. Um, so it's really interesting, but it's also just a huge amount of fun. Well, I can always tell when your classes are on because there are amazing sounds floating around in the stairwells. <laughs> um, can you tell us your favorite thing, just to finish, about the music department at King? Sure. Hands down, it's our students. I love them. To me, they are the best thing about working at King's. They're smart, they're curious, they're interested, dynamic entrepreneurial, they put on all sorts of fabulous performances and events, and they're just fabulous all round thinking musicians. I think that's really important. Well, there we go. That's brilliant. Thank you for speaking to us, Catherine. Thank you very much for having me.